0: Are you ready to awaken your glow to live the most healthy, vibrant, beautiful, joyous life possible? My name's Katie Harrison, and I'm here to help guide you to transform your life and awaken your glow. Hello, my friends, I am so happy to have you here today, and more than anything, I'm just Really excited to share the gratitudes that I received. I want to bathe you in an avalanche of gratitudes right now. And interestingly, if anyone out there uses the Calm Meditation app, the saying today was a description of the word mudita, which is a sympathetic or unselfish joy in the good fortune of others. And this is what I felt like when I was reading your gratitudes. So much love and happiness and joy for all of you. And I hope you will feel the same as I share them with you now. I'm grateful for having more opportunities to spend quality time with teenage kids. The neighborhood cats that stop by to say hello and grab a snack. The local yoga studio putting free classes online. The opportunity to shift from comparison and judgment into appreciation. A day off with the most perfect weather. The slow pace of life and being with family. My path crossing my husband's. Being home to smell the crock pot during the day. My wife. Time with the kids and watching the loving and caring relationship between siblings. Isn't that beautiful? So many good things happening on this planet right now. I feel this ties in very well to the topic today, and this topic stems from an amazing conversation I had with my dear friend Katie. And she was pondering the idea, how can you be in joy and appreciation of the circumstances that COVID has brought for yourself when you know that others are suffering and not in the same position? And is it selfish or ignorant to be in a place of joy when we know that perhaps not everyone else is feeling the same. We had such a good conversation about this, and I want to share it with you because I think it's relevant. It's definitely relevant for me. So we both talked about how we are very grateful ourselves to be sitting in economic security, to have more time to really tune into our truth and build our awareness. But we also know that others aren't in the same situation. And is it kind of ignorant for me to be talking to you on the podcast about things like presence and awareness and time and allowing when there are people who are in such different situations. And the answer is for myself that I know my own journey and I know how important it is to honor and respect my own journey. And yes, it's true, I've heard that people are suffering, but I don't know their path and their journey and what they are going through. And to make judgments that perhaps they're in a bad situation... Doesn't feel right to me. How am I to judge? Who am I to judge their circumstances? And I can't predict if perhaps this circumstance will be the best teacher for them in the long run. I have no idea. So for myself, I know that my path right now is to vibrate in alignment with joy and appreciation for what I have. And I have found this exact situation to be one of my greatest teachers. And I'll give you an example. So I feel amazing when I'm vibrating at a high frequency. And sometimes I feel like I want Tom to be vibrating at that same frequency with me. And I might even try to convince him that he should be vibrating high. But he often has a saying that I just love You be you, and I'll be me. And that just cuts right to the chase. Who am I to say that he's not vibrating at a high enough frequency? Who am I to say what he should be feeling? It's just ridiculous when I think about it, but. I do this a lot. I just assume that's what's happening for me is so marvelous, and the way I see things is the way everyone should be seeing things. This is so silly. And so, his phrase, you be you and I'll be me, really is at the heart of the matter here. I have no idea what his frequency is and I can't make assumptions about it, nor should I try to control it. That's so ridiculous. His journey is his journey and I get to honor and respect that and appreciate that for him. Truly, the only person I am responsible for on this planet is myself and I just get to be me vibrating at the frequency that feels right at the time. Now, this doesn't mean we don't help other people, but we can help people when we are inspired to help and by helping in a way that brings us joy too. It doesn't feel right to me to, to want to help people out of feeling guilt or shame because of what I have. I know right away, when there's a way for me to help in a way that feels right and aligned and i bet you do too in fact i see this happening all around me my friend kelsey is making these cute little stylish fabric face masks that are have little jewels on them and she's sharing them with the healthcare professionals right now like she loves to do that and that's her superpower and that's aligned helping that feels inspired and right for her. My friend Katie is packing meals for people in her neighborhood who don't have the same resources right now. My brother Zach and his wonderful partner Kim have fostered a dog because they heard that the rescue centers were needing fosters for dogs. So they did that, and that was right for them, and they loved it, and it was so exciting. My friend Peggy is delivering meals to a family that appears to be in crisis right now. Tom is cutting and stacking firewood for people. He loves to do that. It's win-win. And I was hearing just this beautiful thing out of Quebec I don't know if all of Quebec is doing this, but I heard that at a local hospital at 8.30 p.m., people were driving from their homes and all congregating in the parking lot and honking their horns and flashing their lights in appreciation of the hospital staff. Like that just feels lovely and aligned. So those are some examples of ways in which we help out of inspiration and joy. And I think you would agree that feels very different than helping out of a place of guilt or shame for what we have. And I keep getting this message from my inner voice that we are all one. Everything on this planet, in this universe, everything is one. We're parts of a whole And that our energy is everything. Energy is everything. If you look to the science of it, it really is. Everything is energy. And the way I conceptualize this in my mind is imagining the universe to be a big body, perhaps. And each one of us are little cells in the body. And some cells are in a position, perhaps, where they're vibrating at a lower frequency, Now, does it mean if they're vibrating at a lower frequency, those of us cells that feel like we're vibrating at a higher frequency should drop back down to be in sympathy with them, in a sense, feeling guilt or shame about where we are? I don't think so. I think our job, if we're feeling it, is to keep our vibration high. Because it's just like in a body. If there's an unhealthy cell... Well, if all the other cells around it become unhealthy, that body is going to cease to exist. But if those of us who can, if we can hold this space and hold our energy and hold our vibration, we can help bring the other cells up to a higher vibration. I have seen this so much in my life, just that holding space and keeping my vibration high for example, just walking around my neighborhood and encountering people and kind of sensing maybe a lower vibration in terms of what they were saying, maybe complaints they had. And just me being present in my vibration has shifted the energy and the turn of the conversation. This has happened so many times and it's been so beautiful. And I've also experienced the reverse about a week ago, I was talking to someone in the neighborhood, and this person was was kind of telling me how dire things are for his business, and my energy just plummeted, and I joined him kind of in complaining about the COVID. And when I got home and I told Tom about this, I was like, but I, I don't feel that way. For me, that's not my experience right now. So why did I drop down to his level? It felt really icky. And we had a really good conversation about this in which he felt that I would have been better off to be in presence with him, but to keep my vibration aligned to what feels true to me. And that doesn't mean we don't have compassion for people. Compassion is different than sympathy. Sympathy in my mind is bringing ourselves down when I don't think that's the best thing for this planet right now. I don't really know what the outcome of this whole COVID will be. But it almost feels like we have the opportunity to reinvent things that perhaps weren't functioning at the highest vibration. And I guess my message for you today is, if you feel like your life has expanded and that you're appreciating the slower pace of life, like so many people I heard from this week, then keep that vibration high and continue to be in love and to be in gratitude and appreciation and connection to your truth. Because I don't think it does any good for our planet if we drop our vibration out of guilt or shame for what we have. And when you are inspired to help, and there's been so many beautiful examples of this, I'm sure they're all over social media, then help and feel that joy of raising another. I think that those of us, if we can keep our vibration high, like our energy really does create the reality Of our planet. It manifests in the physical form. And I just get so excited talking about this. That's what I felt inspired to share with you today. I hope that it resonated with you. And once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for your gratitudes. I just feel so warm and cozy inside, like I'm wearing a bathrobe and fuzzy slippers. And I just got out of the bathtub and I'm just like, yes. It feels so good, and I hope you can feel that love that I'm sharing with you right now. Wishing you high, beautiful vibrations. Ciao, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, email me your comments and questions at katie at awakenyourglow.com.